The biggest lessons I've learned in my life are here. Through different topics, I'm going to inspire and motivate you to reach your success and your dreams. I'm so grateful that you're here on Journey to Success. So let's enjoy my next episode together. Hey, Kevin, how are you? I'm doing very well, my friend. Thank you so very much for having me. Of course. And uh, welcome to the Fabio podcast, From Failure to Success. I'm glad to have you here with us, Kevin, to share your story of depression and uh, suicidal ideation. And thank you so much for giving strength to some of our audience on how to overcome this tragedy. I appreciate that very much. I'm I'm excited. Like I said, I, I want to add value. That's always my goal. And sometimes you got to share the hard parts of the journey because there's yeah. a lot of other people going through their own hard parts. That, that's correct. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Kevin, so I like to divide your story into three chapters. So who you were before this um, uh, condition, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, what was the cause? and uh, who you are now, so how you overcame, basically. Mm. And then let's start with the first chapter. So who were you before that, and uh, how was your life? Before that, I was somebody who, I assumed that if I went and made a lot of money, that would Mm. fix all of my internal problems. I was somebody who connected nice things with happiness, with fulfillment, with success, but The simplest form for me, Fabio, is I assumed if I had nice things, I would feel good about me. And I thought all the external success would feel, uh, would fix the internal insecurity and the internal doubt and the voids I had. And that just didn't happen, right? That's not, that's not what happened for me. So I was raised by my mom and my grandmother. I didn't know my dad. I didn't meet my dad until later in life. So that was a big part of, I think why I wanted to achieve the level of success that I wanted to, but I also had a very negative relationship with money because growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. So I assumed again, more money equals less problems. And that just ended up being a very, very challenging thing to face when I made all the money, but my problems didn't get any better. Maybe they got worse and that was a really challenging time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everything is about mindset. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have a money, but you have not the right man mindset to uh, to handle the mo- the money that you have, mm. then it's the cause of uh, some uh, some unfortunate event like uh, like yours, basically. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really hard when you think of you know, there's something that I don't have yet that's going to make me feel a certain way about myself. That's a really tough place to be because then you Mm. spend your life going out and trying to achieve things to fill the voids that you have. When in reality, if I could go back and do it differently, I would have started working on myself and I would have worked on my own self-improvement and I would have gone to therapy and I would have had the conversations. And odds are I probably would have been financially successful because I would have been successful with myself first. Understand. So maybe you would have preferred to start from scratch, you know? Yeah. And to have some, um, to fail a lot of times before to achieve uh, a kind of success instead to have already uh, some some money in your pocket to spend uh, however you want, whenever you want. So I totally, totally understand. Mm. And uh, 
Okay, and so basically what was the, the trigger? So what happened? Like the real trigger, like was it was more something that went, um, uh, how can I say, um, slowly mm. uh, with a little bit uh, steps or it, it was there was some trigger actually that uh, felt you properly on the floor. So what happened? Yeah, I think it happened very, very quickly. So mm-hmm. I remember opening my final pay stub of the year, and this is what I had worked so hard for. And I made I made $100,000 at 26 with no college degree. And I remember right after that, I opened my pay stub, I looked at the number, and I didn't feel any different. I was happy for a second. I was like, oh, that's cool. I made a lot of money this year. Yeah. But I remember thinking to myself, I do not feel any different. I'm still insecure I'm still afraid of my own shadow. I'm not confident. I'm not excited for the future. And in that moment, I realized that I didn't want to do what I was doing again. I didn't want to spend another year working so incredibly hard for a result that I knew I did not want. So what happened was I ended up starting a podcast. I fell in love with podcasting as I fell out of love with my job. I knew I didn't want to keep doing it. And the the problem was my next year of work started off very, very, very busy. And I could see that I was on the same path of I'm going to spend, you know, the next 10 months on the road living in hotels because we did a lot of travel for my job. And I was just so afraid that was going to happen again. So I started to call out of work. I started to show up late. I'd start leaving the job sites early because I was just so afraid that I was going to get stuck. I already felt stuck, but I was so afraid I was going to continue working there and I wasn't going to make any progress to get unstuck. So eventually what happened was my mental health kept getting worse. My physical health was getting worse too because I was staying up for days on end and, and driving long, long, long distances. And I woke up in a hotel room six hours away from home, getting ready for the job that day. Mm. My alarm clock went off at 5.15. I sat up. I slid to the edge of the bed. I was lacing up my work boots. I'd done this a thousand times. But that morning, it was like there was 10 televisions on in my head at the same time, and every single one is on a different station. And one is saying, you're stuck here forever. Not only are you not the type of person who gets a job like this, who makes this kind of money, you're definitely not the kind of person who leaves it. If you do work up the courage to leave, what will your friends say? If you do work up the courage to leave, what will your family say? And what are you going to do? There is no plan B here. You've convinced yourself that this is the only thing you can do and you can never start over. And in that moment, Fabio, I thought if I was to take my life, I would take my problems with me. And that really was based on the fact that I had achieved a level of external success. I didn't feel internally successful And I was so afraid to start over. I was so afraid to lose the identity of the guy who made a lot of money, the guy who traveled a lot. I was so afraid to try to figure out who I really was without the money, without the job, without the success. And it happened very slowly, but also very quickly at the same time. It's interesting because people uh, open up a podcast or YouTube or they try to achieve something on Instagram or Facebook because uh, they want to achieve a certain quantity of money and financial freedom, right? Mm. But in your case, it's actually different. So your case, actually, you already had 
money. I, I guess you already had the kind of financial freedom, at least a, a physical financial freedom, let's say. Mm. Uh, but um, you didn't uh, you didn't take the path to reach that financial freedom because you already had it, and this caused some uh, some issue in your mind, as I understood. Mm. It's it's challenging because at the time I didn't realize that you could have fulfillment and mm. financial freedom together. I thought you had to have one or the other. I thought that I at the time thought that money was going to bring me happiness and fulfillment and joy and all of the things that I was desiring so deeply. See, this is an interesting thing. When you go and look on social media and you see somebody who has a lot of nice things, they might be happier right? They might have bouts of happiness when they get into their nice car, they have their big home, yeah. whatever it may be. But that does not mean they are fulfilled. There is a drastic difference between happiness, results-based, um, you know, dopamine-based, good feelings-based, and fulfillment. Fulfillment is a suggestion that you're on the right path. You're growing and contributing to something greater than yourself. I assumed making money was going to make me fulfilled. And that was really triggering for me when I realized, oh my goodness, if anything, I'm the most miserable I've ever been. There has to be a different way to do this. So everything I thought I knew, I didn't. And I kind of found that all out in one minute. Before we go through, if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider taking just three seconds to share it with someone else. It is a small gesture that could make a big difference in someone's day. Now, sit back and enjoy the rest of the episode. This reminds me, uh, it's interesting what you said about you know, that all of us uh, um, like to show up in a good way, you know, in a good shape on social media. But then behind, mm. uh, there is a, a whole world of um, feeling positive and negative feelings and uh, uh, situation, a positive and negative situation. And uh, you don't show this situation uh, through social media. We are like, you know, the Greek mask. Mm -hmm. You know, the Greek mask, uh, the sad and the happy one, you know, yep. we all be, we all have this, uh, you know, this uh, mask, uh, sometimes it's sad, sometimes it's happy. And um, so I actually, uh, I, I, I totally, I totally understand what you, what you said. And, but I mean, okay, I understand the, uh, the depression factor. I mean, I understand uh, I understand uh, the fact you felt al uh, um, alone, right, about this journey. But uh, in your website that I actually checked and I advise, um, well, you talked also about uh, uh, suicidal ideation. So would you like maybe to explain better to our audience? And uh, actually, if you like also to say a little bit more to educate a bit a little bit more about it yeah it's it's interesting because most people ask about that unique story right yeah. because that's that's the big story that's really yeah. what changed my life but something happened to me a few years prior where i was at home 
and I was off of work for the week. We were in between contracts and my girlfriend and I lived with this other couple in Boston, Massachusetts. We had this really, really nice apartment and I was home alone one day. Everybody else was at work and I, I played video games all day and I was just hanging out. I was pretty much on vacation. And I remember having this moment during the day where I thought to myself, if this is all life is, I don't want to do it anymore. If life is just this gray, meaningless, sad countdown to to not being here, like I'd rather just speed that up and not be here. I don't want to do this. Like I don't want to exist as a human being anymore. And my girlfriend ended up coming home later that day and I told her that. I said, hey, I had some like really dark thoughts, not about hurting myself specifically, but like about not existing. Like I don't want to be here anymore. And she suggested I go to therapy. So yeah. I ended up going to therapy later that month, maybe. I don't know. It might have been a month or a month or two later. And I remember walking up these stairs downtown Boston, being so afraid that I was going to cry and this person was going to judge me. And that therapy was something that I was so afraid to do, but it was something that was really, really positive and I was actually excited to do moving forward. So I ended up doing therapy for probably, I don't know, three or four months. Then fast forward, I had the same thoughts in the hotel room that day of not necessarily I have a plan, not necessarily I've planned out what I'm going to do to hurt myself, but more the imagination of what it would be like if I wasn't here. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. I think it would be easier just for me not to exist as a human being. And I just, I think the big part of it for me, Fabio, is I lost all hope. Mm. I was, I was hopeless. I was hopeless. I felt helpless. You know, I had a history of depression so it, it was a, a very perfect storm at the perfect time for me to feel that way. And what I'm very blessed I had in both of those scenarios is I had somebody I felt safe sharing that with, right? Yeah. So a few years prior, I shared it with my girlfriend. When I was in that hotel room having the the thoughts of not being here, I reached out to a friend who's now my business partner. And he said, Kev, over the last year, or the last couple of years, your awareness of yourself has changed a ton. You've learned so much about yourself and the world, but your environments have remained the same. I think it's time for you to change your environment. So that was the, I think the ignition of hope that I needed to make a different decision that day. And that day I decided that I was not going to do my job anymore. And I ended up leaving my job three or four months later. So I think at the the simplest form, Fabio, I just needed some hope because I felt backed into a corner and I felt like I was going to be stuck forever and nothing seemed possible. It didn't seem possible to make a different decision. It didn't seem possible to start over. And that's really where I was trapped at the time. Right, right, right. You know, I know a person, uh, well, she's, uh, I think, around 16, 17, 17 years old right now. But when she was a child, she desired, uh, also the same as you, mm. um, she desired to not exist in this world. And um, going a little bit back, I can say that this child had some uh, traumatic experience in terms of love. So mm. I think it's related, right? Maybe the lack of love that you, um, maybe I'm just guessing, yeah? Mm. But maybe you didn't have that kind of love in your childhood, a childhood that most of the children uh, 
uh, have it or maybe I'm going too much deep about it. No, no, no. There's, All I don't right. think there's any, any such thing as too deep, my friend. I, <laughs> I think not knowing my dad, right? I mean, yeah. here I am, a young boy, a young yeah. man. And I remember in school, for some reason, when I was younger, the first day of school, you'd go around and you'd say, hey, I'm Kevin. You know, my mom is a blank and my dad is a blank. Like my mom is a nurse and my dad is a construction worker or whatever it is. And I remember thinking to myself, I have no idea what my dad does. I don't even know what he, I don't even know his name. I don't know what he looks like. This is very touchy, I have to say. Yeah, that was a, a very challenging yeah. time as a, as a young boy to figure out like, what does this all mean? So I believe now more than ever that one of the reasons I've had so much doubt and never felt good enough, and that's still something I work with today. I work through that every day. I think it's because when my dad wasn't there, I self-assigned myself is the reason why, even though I had no control over what my father did at the time. So I think you're very, very spot on with that. <laughs> I, For most um, of my life, I never felt smart enough. I never felt good enough. I never felt deserving enough. A lot of that is self-worth. I had some really, really deep self-worth issues because I, I didn't feel valuable enough for my dad to stay around. Love is truly everything, and uh, it's not just to say. Mm. I mean, also the way um, we uh, we get the money, the way we spend the money. We can spend the money in uh, in a very uh, lovely way, respect the money, and uh, you can earn money as much as you like it, uh, as much as you know how uh, you know to kind of. Uh, love them but you have not to be obsessed or you have not to be uh, so much touch you know about money but at least uh, um, respect the money mm. and uh, it's everything like that in life right so respect the people around you love the people around you respect the family around you and love the, the family the parents around you but of course if there is um, a part of this family that doesn't exist, I guess that's, uh, how can I say, it's part of the problem to receive uh, less love than uh, uh, we used to do, right? Mm. So, yeah. It's yeah, a relationship, yeah. right? You, you yeah. have a relationship with everything. You have a relationship yeah. with family. You have a relationship with money. It's yeah. it's a really important question is, what is your relationship to blame? Yeah, that's a great question, actually. Yeah, Right? Definitely. Because uh, I'm sure you've seen a lot of people who want to make more money and maybe there's been times in your life where you've wanted to, you've desired to make more, you've focused on making more. There's a lot of people out there, the reason they're not making more money or attracting yeah. more love or whatever it is, is because they don't think they're worthy of it. And yeah. that's just, you know, that's a self-worth issue. There's a big difference between believing you can do something and feeling like you deserve to be able to do something. And I just don't know if I actually felt deserving of love for a long period of time based on the fact that, you know, when you're young and one of your primary caregivers isn't there, there's a lot of questions that pop up. Yeah. I think at the end of the real answer was uh, that to receive love, you also have to give love, right? And uh, that's, uh, I, th I think, I think it's truly the answer. So like, if we are waiting so much to receive love, you, you don't get it. Mm. You have at the same time uh, give love unconditionally, 
you know that's what i think mm. that's what i think and uh, i have another question actually because sure. i'm actually very very curious every time you say the word job in my previous job there is some heaviness when you talk about this uh, previous job so what was your job exactly <laughs> so <laughs> it's a good question it's a good question yeah. I, I worked in an industry called weatherization. So right. it was our job to go into large buildings, usually schools, and we would make the buildings more energy efficient. So I would work in the attics. I would work on the windows. I'd work on the doors. I'd work above the, the drop ceilings. And I really enjoyed the job for the first few years. I really did. I mean, it was something where you got a company credit card, you got a van, you got floor plans, you got your hotel booking, and you drove five, six, 12 hours to a location and you worked. And I love the freedom and I love the responsibility. But again, when, when you think it's going to accomplish one thing and it doesn't end up accomplishing that thing, it makes you, it makes you question a lot of things. And you can only give so much of yourself to something for someone else. Right. I work huh. harder now today than I ever have. But this is for this is for me and it's for the impact that we're bringing. So it's not like I feel like I'm working for something that doesn't matter. I feel now more than ever that what we're doing is the most important thing I could possibly be doing. But that job at one point, I had the same thoughts around that. Yeah, yeah. I totally believe in this. And uh it's also myself actually. I like to leave this world, but at the same time, uh I uh, let's say that I, I I wouldn't mind to leave this world one day, but I want to leave something, you mm -hmm. know. So I don't want to work for a company. I don't want to. It's like you 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 work for a farmer, basically. You work for a, a farmer, but the farm it's not yours. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you don't mark your ground. So you are just uh, you are just there helping someone else someone else dream especially yeah and uh you don't print your mark in this world and uh, that's not something that i really want to do in my life so i want to uh leave this world to say hey uh, you know i i helped this person you know i gave uh, space on my podcast uh, to uh to show up and help my audience with the same um, uh, topic and um so That's that was my realization, and uh, I'm sure that also your podcast or whatever you're doing right now with your website, it's just to serve people and um, in a way to help them. And of course, it's obvious have have something in return, you know. But this is just um, an automatic factor, so it has not to be the purpose. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. And uh, I have a last question, actually, for sure. you, Kevin. So uh, basically, who are you right now? So first of all, how you overcame this uh, uh, experience of uh, depression and mm. uh, uh, bad thoughts, let's call it like that. Maybe it's more, <laughs> it's more light. <laughs> and so how you overcame and uh, who are you right now? Yeah, today I am a business owner and an entrepreneur and a podcaster that does seven episodes a week. And I'm, I'm a lot of things that I never believed I would be. And it, the simplest form is I got over a lot of the stuff I was dealing with by working really, really, really hard 
in diligently on myself. So asking myself the hard questions of, okay, you know, one of the reasons, Fabio, I'm so comfortable with talking about a lot of the stuff I'm I'm talking to you about today is because I've just I've talked through it behind the scenes yeah. and with my wife and with my business partner. And I've talked to myself about it for such a long period of time that it's not an open wound anymore. A lot of the stuff I've gone through are just scars now and there's stuff I can talk openly about. So yeah, I worked really, really, really hard on understanding myself and understanding my triggers and understanding my traumas and understanding my insecurities and my fears and the stuff I was excited for. Mm -hmm. I realized after making money and thinking that was going to fix everything, that it's my job to work on myself. And there's almost nothing external that is going to heal me as much as I can heal myself through self-awareness, through growing, self-improvement and all of that. So that really is it. And here's the interesting thing. I kind of have a cheat code where I'm a podcaster who has to learn. I have to learn every single day if I want to add value to our audience and all the other audiences that I'm blessed to be in front of. So in a way, my job is to learn about the world and about business and speaking and humans. But the simplest thing is my job is to learn about me because the more I know about myself, the more I can ultimately help myself. And then the more I can help other people. And that's pretty much the person you see in front of you today. Somebody who's really, really focused on how do I learn a little bit more? Then how do I learn a little bit more about myself? And then how do I help somebody learn a little bit more about themselves? Super. And uh, this part is going to help a lot of people, truly. Uh, very, very beautiful. And uh, Kevin, last question. Uh, this is truly, truly the last. It's actually more from your side. So before we conclude this episode, is there anything else you would you like to share or say? Yeah, I usually end with this. The biggest hmm. difference between the person you are today and the person you want to be eventually is your habits. So make self-awareness a habit. Make asking yourself the challenging questions a habit. Make seeking feedback a habit. It's not the stuff that we remember that usually makes the biggest difference. It's the stuff that we do every day that we kind of forget. So the stuff that you do consistently is going to determine the life that you have in the future. So try to make sure you're doing the the positive stuff if you can. Cool. Nice. And uh, I can add something as well, because usually when I ask this question, uh, um, People like to uh, promote their business, but since you are too much kind, <laughs> I'm going to do for you. <laughs> so <laughs> Thank you. That, no worries. So guys, just go to nextleveluniversity.com and uh, I, I've been already there and there is a little bit of story, a little bit of coach, a little bit of training. So, so if you are interested about it, just, uh, yeah, go to Kevin. All right. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right. And uh, thank you so much for being here. And the time fly, as you, <laughs> as you can see. And uh, take care, Kevin. You as well, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Here we are. Congratulations. You just finished my entire episode. So the only thing I ask is to take a moment to give Journey to Success a rating. By the way, thank you so much for being here on Journey to Success. I'm very grateful. Thank you and see you next time.